In this episode, I talk about narcissistic personality disorder, part of the cluster B of disorders. What defines individuals with disorder? What gives them away? And what is the inner or what would be inner beneath all the behavior we see? Listen on to know more. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. Hi, and welcome to Mind Your Mornings. I'm Anna Chandy, your host for this podcast. Over the last 27 years, I have interacted with more than a thousand people, both individuals and families. And through this podcast, I want to bring to you what I have learned about life and its nuances through the experiences of people I have worked with. I was once invited to give a talk at a mid-sized successful organization. The HR called me with a very specific brief. The VP would like you to give a talk on productivity. I was curious. I have often been called to talk about vulnerability, openness, and healthy relationships at the workplace but never for increasing productivity. I decided to speak to the VP and understand from him what he was looking at, looking for. The leader was charismatic with an excellent sense of humor. He elaborated, I want people to feel passionate about the work they do and love it enough to see as this is their calling. I told him my talk might make some people realize their calling, but that is definitely not the sole objective. After a 15-minute call, he concluded saying, so that's it. Let's go ahead with this, but don't forget the focus on productivity. I don't think he was listening when I was talking. I felt this twist in my gut, a rare discomfort when something bothers me. Anyway, I decided to go ahead, of course, choosing to talk through my strengths and not a forced agenda. I emailed them the details of what I will be speaking about and went about my day. There were about 120 people at the town hall, a mix of junior and senior professionals. Most looked bored. They were expecting another lecture on success delivered with a lot of enthusiasm. Well, that is not me. I spoke about authenticity, about the importance of direct communication and the appreciation of boundaries at the workplace. I spoke about listening and appreciating, and most importantly, being true to oneself. At that point, I did not know what exactly it was, but there was definitely a shift in engagement. Some people sat up, some asked questions, and some wanted to make sure therapy was confidential. After the talk, I sat down with the VP for coffee. A few minutes into the conversation, my gut started twisting again. The VP was a charming man. He was witty with the right punchlines, but I could sense he was trying too hard. The attention I was showered with came with an unspoken need for reciprocation. 
almost like he was waiting for me to laugh, to respond to his charm. I realized this quick enough to not be taken in. Instead, I shifted the conversation to the employees. I spoke about how engaged they were, especially about mental health. He seemed to quickly brush that aside with a retort. Of course, anything that distracts them from doing the real work. This holiday talk is a holiday for them and said with what I was recognizing as his signature smile. I was surprised. I thought he would be happy and eager to know more about his people. Wasn't this talk to support them? Then it hit me. Was he actually jealous that I was able to engage his team, that they felt heard and seen? After getting no admiration from me, I think he gave up. He thanked me for coming and walked off to a few people in his team sitting together. My eyes followed his movement and I watched their interaction. Now viewing the same interaction as a third person, it became obvious to me. His darting eyes, searching for reactions, the expectation that everyone must stop what they are doing and listening to him. He ignored any interruptions, but also interesting to see were the reactions of the people around him. The junior who could not take their eyes off the VP, the person adding to the conversation, but being ignored by both the VP and others. The direct reportee who chose to go and speak to someone else, and I would later learn was not given his promotion. Anyway, my work was done and I left soon after. The next day, I received two emails from the team I spoke to. The following day, there was another two. Over the next 10 days, I got a total of nine emails from different people who had attended the talk. Each was a personal story, but added up to the same. Here are a few lines from those mails. Anna, during your talk, it hit me. Every time I speak my mind in front of my boss, it costs me praise. The next time I do something right, is that manipulation? Thank you for that talk. I had begun to believe I deserved silenced treatment for not staying overtime on demand. I have a five-year-old and I have been so torn with guilt. I'm scared. I'm becoming a puppet. I find it difficult to say no to my boss. I'm not usually like that. Do I need therapy? Anna, I think I may have a crush on my boss. My friends think it is gross since he's married. And honestly, they don't even think he's hot. But I really like him. Sometimes I think he does. I think he does too. I think I need to talk to someone. I find myself waiting for my boss's validation. He's so generous with his praise, but then sometimes he just ignores me. Should I have a direct conversation? And many more such thoughts arrived in my inbox through the week. Through the week. The traits of the VP all point towards narcissistic personality disorder or NPD as it is known. NPD falls in cluster B same as BPD, ASPD, and HPD. 
Like the other disorders in this cluster, some characteristics are common across all four, but in varying degrees. NPD comes with a pattern of grandiosity, a need for admiration and a lack of empathy. People with M NPD often have mood disorders or anxiety, and many of them are addicted to substances. Typically, someone with NPD has dangerously high self-esteem. They genuinely believe that they are brilliant. It could be in terms of looks, intellect, or skill. So they tend to put other people down to constantly prove that they are better. Because while they have a grandiose idea of themselves, their ego can be super fragile. They need constant admiration from others to feel enough. So they will hijack conversations or manipulate others to feel good for themselves. For example, the VP would withhold praise to believe he has the power to make the other person feel bad. He would wait till the other person comes and apologizes, restoring his belief in his superior self. The symptoms that help diagnose this disorder are, one, a high sense of self-importance, the feeling that I am better or more deserving than those around me. Second, they show very high levels of entitlement. For example, if a loved one offers to pick them up from the airport, they will not show gratitude, but almost expect it to be done for them. Third, they have a distorted image and fantasies of power, success, beauty, or even ideal love. The ideal is very high in their heads. Fourth, they believe that because of their specialness, they can only be understood by high status people or that they should only socialize with people who they find intelligent or beautiful. Their friendships tend to be very superficial. And fifth, they need constant and excessive admiration. This comes from their weak sense of self and their fear of not being good enough. The sixth trait that NP characterizes NPD is exploitative. NPD individuals can be manipulative in order to get what they want from people. In the VP's case, it was getting work done, so he would be charming to people he knew who would do the work. And while doing so, they also lack empathy. They cannot see what the other person is going through or feeling. It is all about themselves. The eighth trait is envy, and this works both ways. They are inherently jealous of people who do better than them, receive more praise, get more attention, as well as they believe that others are jealous of them for being brilliant. And finally, all this reflects as arrogance, disrespect, and dismissive attitudes. While we see NP NPD people as monsters, their behavior comes from deep-rooted inadequacy, they're in constant defensive mode, blaming everything around them for what is happening to them. Both these facets come together to make NPD feeling of inferiority and display of vanity. All personality disorders impact relationships, both personal and professional, and it is no different for those with NPD. Often, 
Their relationships are need-based. They find it hard to let go of people they need for something, information, gossip, or attention. However, they also find it easy to drop people from their lives, people who they see as potential threats better than them or refusing to comply with their entitlement. There is no place for such people in their lives. While NPD affects both women and men, each gender shows some typical characteristics. A female with NPD is likely to be insecure and jealous and displaying this through martyrdom. They see other women as a threat and, and are caught in competition with them. Meanwhile, men with NPD show higher entitlement. They also tend to exploit others to achieve power. Of course, these are not mutually exclusive traits. Both sexes can suffer from NPD and are absorbed in their own selves. Interestingly, there seems to be few diagnoses of NPD compared to other cluster disorders. This is usually because people with NPD will rarely admit that something is wrong and that they need help. They will instead blame those around them for anything that bothers them. This individual simply lacks the insight or skills of self-reflection to understand themselves. In addition, there are two types of narcissism, grandiose and vulnerable. Grandiose narcissism is the one of the most that we are all familiar with. With many articles, movies, books talk about this. The obvious charmer, visible attention seeker. Vulnerable narcissism also requires attention but is much more subtle. For example, at a party, they will stand in a corner not socializing and wait for someone to give them attention. NPD shares some of its characteristics with BPD. Both instill the fear of abandonment in the individual. It is how they react to it that makes them different. Narcissists will do all they can to control their rejection. They attempt to bring it about themselves and get it done with. Whereas BPD individuals will avoid getting into a relationship to avoid being abandoned. Or if they are in a relationship, they will cling emotionally to the other person. They can also emotionally extort commitment from the other person. In addition, NPD individuals rarely attempt suicide. They are generally not self-harming or self-destructive especially compared to BPD individual who shows high tendencies of all these. Since NPD and HPD also have their commonalities, both tend to be promiscuous. Both these people need attention. It is important for their survival. But while an HPD needs attention to depend on someone, NPD wants attention for their own self-esteem. Today, people often use narcissism loosely. While most of us show some narcissistic traits occasionally, a disorder has clear symptoms that can be seen over a period of time repeatedly. These seven aspects, when seen over years, 
and in many relationships can help diagnose NPD. Shame, magical thinking, arrogance, but also envy, entitlement, no regard for others, and a lack of boundaries. Please note, personality disorders need a clinical diagnosis by a psychiatrist. Attempting to diagnose at home can be misleading and potentially harmful. If you feel your loved one might have this order, please speak to a professional. Next week or next fortnight, I will be talking on yet another interesting topic. Please write to us at Anna at Anna Chandy if you have any themes or topics you would like us to discuss. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Mornings with me, Anna Chandy. I'll see you in a week with another discovery into the mind and the meanings we make. You can subscribe to us on Apple, iTunes and Spotify. Jingle. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you.